Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mino Line Media presents the Business First Podcast. Hi, all, and welcome to a new episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host. And today we have a brother and sister duo in the studio to talk about what it's like to work together, but also what it's like to bring a product, a brand new product to market. So please welcome Sean and Tamara Terman. How are you all? Hi, Sonia. Thank you for having us. Very good. Very good. Thank you for being here. Um, so your product is called the Pocket Book Protector. And we can guess what this product does, but please give the audience um, an explanation of what the product is. And then we'll talk about your process for how you, you um, came up with the idea and how you brought it to market. So we're the founders of Pocketbook Protector, Tamara Terman and Sean Terman. We're siblings dedicated to developing a product that addresses cleanliness of pocketbooks, diaper bags, book bags, and accessories. Um, this idea came to us from being disgusted with uh, having to put pocketbooks and book bags on the floor, bathrooms, and dining rooms. Uh, when there were no other options. Uh, these high traffic areas contain potentially harmful contaminants and our awareness for bacteria and viruses uh, were heightened during the pandemic of, of viruses and, and bacteria that could be transferred to your car and eventually your home. Um, it became even more apparent uh, different places our bags could pick up germs, for instance, changing tables, airplane floors, and on public transportation. So we started to search for the product to protect our bags out of desperation, but there was nothing available, which sparked our desire to develop the pocketbook protector. And now we have peace of mind of when we bring our bags into our personal space and on the go. Well, so I'm 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 curious because you know when I went on your, on your website, pocketbookprotector.com, I was I I totally understood why this was an important product. Um, and we've all experienced that frustration, right? Being in a, in a bathroom that doesn't have the hook or being someplace that's crowded, the floor is a little sticky and there's you know, no place on the table to put, you know, put any of your, your bags. But what was it, was there a specific thing that said, you know what, we need to either find the product, because um, you know, I've been in this situation you know, many of us have. I've never thought to look for a product to protect my my bag. So what was the what was part of the process to say either we need to look for this product or if we can't find it, then we need to develop it? Well, we, we both have different triggers for wanting to develop this product. Um, me personally, I had recently had a, a daughter at that time and um, I was juggling with being a new father and bringing my daughter into restrooms that typically male restrooms didn't have any um, changing tables, let alone were clean enough uh, for you to feel safe bringing your your items and putting it on the floor. So uh, a few times I was in the restroom with my daughter 
and um, kneeling down, trying to juggle changing her on my knee and uh, juggling with the diaper bag and the, the various accessories. And um, yeah, it was just disgusting to know that I had to bring that back into the house and then eventually her her room. So that was my story. But uh, Tam has a different perspective on it. Yes, Sonia. So you said it um, initially. I was looking for this product and could not find it. It was nowhere to be found. And the reason being just being out in the restrooms and going through those situations that us as women don't really talk about. It was putting my bag on my shoulder didn't have a hook in the restroom or sitting across from my husband in a restaurant and having to hang, literally hang my bag on my knee, on my knee, my bag between my feet, trying to hold it up from touching the floor. So going through all of these changes and no one is speaking about it, but I think us as women, we go through it. So at that moment, it became a joke. Like, wouldn't this be great to have? And then I started looking for it and couldn't find it. And so during the pandemic, it became my heightened awareness of germs. And that's mm-hmm. when Sean and I said, let's do it. This is a need. We have a solution for this need. That's just like with any invention. You have a problem. There's a need. We can provide the solution. And so that's what we did. And we began speaking to people and They were running into the same problems. And we said, this is definitely needed. So we were happy to bring it to, um, you know, market. Wow. So are you the only two siblings in your in your family? Is it just is it just the two of you? It is not. So (laughs) it's three of us. I'm the oldest. Uh, and then Sean, and then our younger brother, Jonathan. What was it that you two felt that, you know what, this is going to be, this is perfect for us to connect and make this happen? Were you thinking about it separately? Were you talking about it together and trying to figure things out? But what was it that actually brought you two together to say, you know what, we can do this on our own? So Sean and I have always felt like entrepreneurship was for us. We were thinking about um, different things along the way and wanting to work together. Our other brother, we're very close knit, all three of us. We are mm-hmm. reach back, pull forward family, um, keeping everyone together. And so our business name is really TSJ and company. We have included our brother, our, our other brother in it, um, mm-hmm. but by just by name, but we, you know, uh, Sean and I just had a passion for wanting to um, be a part of something bigger for our family as well. And so we saw the need and um, we both were on board. We saw that uh, we could work together and do this successfully. And so Sean and I, we utilize our strengths and he has certain strengths and I have certain strengths. And that's why we well, work so well together collectively. Um, and then our family, the support system that we get from our family is just, um, you know, surpass, surpasses anything. We all work together and get everyone's ideas. So we, you know, we definitely are a family unit. 
That's great. Um, so most of us know that the if you've gone, if you've taken this journey through entrepreneurship, most of us know that the idea is the easiest part that comes to us. That's what gets us excited. You, you said that both of you have specific strengths. What would you say that your strengths are, Tamara, particularly related to being able to start a business and move this product forward? So my strength in this business is the vision. Um, you know, having that vision initially that this is something that we needed and then also organizing um, after that would be marketing. So now we're branding the product and marketing the product. Um, we both have advanced degrees. And so we have taken the steps to have the education behind us and knowing how to move forward in the business world, in the business sector. And so um, having that organization, that tenacity, and just pushing forward and not giving up and encouraging each other. Every day is not a good day, but we encourage each other and carry each other's uh, weight, if I could say that. But we definitely bring um, a certain set of skill sets that are different. And Sean, what would you say your strengths are? Um, just like Tam, uh, we, we kind of divide and conquer. We've uh, I've always had a business sense. Um, so we've always been trying to uh, evaluate different businesses, franchises, and you know, we were close to going into business a few times, but I would say um, uh, the finances, um, dealing with the financial piece, uh, as well as uh, the, the marketing space too, in terms of uh, the, in it, the, the website um, and, and graphic design, I'd say, yeah. Okay. And so were you both, what's also very helpful for our audience is the, the transition sometimes between where a, uh, a business person was and where they are now. So were you all employed prior to this or were you already involved in some other, you mentioned that you had tried to start some business ventures, but were you already involved in something prior to this project? We're both in, in, uh, Involved with pharmaceutical companies, um, so we still have our day job. I'm a project manager for a major pharmaceutical company, mm-hmm. and Tam's a sales manager for a major pharmaceutical company. And um, this this income helps to stabilize our business venture. Right, um, and project management, I'm sure, would be one of a, a very strong skill set that you have, as well as I would imagine sales for being able to move these products forward. Um, When did you actually launch? So we officially launched, well, soft launch was in June of this year. Um, We're fully launched now. Uh, This uh, November, we fully launched with all of our products and um, uh, all the colors, all the both both, uh, product lines. We have a reusable in four colors, black, blue, gray, and champagne, and we have a disposable in the same colors. All right. And so explain that difference, because I noticed that on the website. So the reusable, obviously, you you can wash, I'm imagining, and, and use it use it again. And the disposable, is that for, is there, is there a reason why you would choose disposable over reusable, or is it just a matter of choice? Well, it's convenience. Um, we we put thought into um, 
how you would utilize the product and uh, the different price points for the product. So the disposable for one, um, it's just like it says, it's disposable. However, it's very durable. So while we don't like to market it as reusable, you can reuse it um, okay. if you so it's not take a one it and, and put done. it into a, a Ziploc bag or fold it inside out. It's very durable, but we don't recommend you washing it. Probably won't hold up in a washing machine. Okay. Um, but it's disposable, so you can use it on the go. It comes four per pack, so it's very, very convenient. Um, it has a small plastic um, uh, packaging, which you can slip it in uh, to your purse on the go and um, use it as you need it. Um, whereas the reusable is just that. You can reuse it. Um, you can wash it. We recommend you hand wash it air dry it, and it comes with a pouch so that when you're on the go and you need to use it and you're done with it, you're finished with the use at that point, you can take it off your purse or your accessories or your book bag, fold it nice and neat and put it into the pouch and um, yeah, have it in your bag for the next time you need to use it. What has been some of the response to people who have purchased the product already? So the response has been phenomenal. The first words we usually get is, this is brilliant. How did you think about this? What made you come up with this? And so seeing other people's reaction gives us a sense of fulfillment, a sense of joy, brings tears, really, because the excitement to know that we have a solution to a problem that other people are experiencing as well, just not talking about it. And so... Those are some of the responses that we've been getting. And to see their faces light up, like, it just brings joy to us. I would imagine, um, you know, one of the things I was going to ask is, what is it that you would say? Because as you were talking and, and saying that, you know, people are saying it's brilliant and it makes you get, have this sense of fulfillment. Um, there's so many people who have ideas who they just leave them as ideas. And it's sometimes it's not until you actually go through the process, you release the product and you get the feedback that you realize that why it was so important to, for you to push forward and do all of the work that you did so that you can release this product. What would you actually say to um, any entrepreneur who might be, particularly with an invention, right? Because I think inventions are, are, are a little different because it's the whole process of how do I make it? How do I create it? How do I, you know, and then bring something that's brand new that people aren't familiar with. How do I bring it to the market? And so what would you say to someone who is sitting on an idea, um, frustrated with an idea that keeps coming up? Because we know how that happens too. Um, you know, these ideas, when you get them, when you get inspired to get to do something, it, it never really leaves you. And so what would you say to that person who might be struggling with taking that first step to make it happen? Keep going. Keep going. It's, it's, it's never a new idea. It's only a person who is on the other side that actually has followed through. And um, if I would give a word of advice, I'd say reach out to Lisa Esquilis. Because she's going to take you from concept to fruition. And she's going to tell you if that product is worth its weight. Yeah, Lisa is amazing. She's a friend. Um, she's been on our show. And um, 
Yes, that's also particularly, again, for an invention to be able to have someone to be able to help guide you through the process. What were you going to add, Tamara? Yeah, so I would say, you know, if it's a burning desire and it's not going away, this has been on my heart for five years prior to us even starting it. I've been looking for it. I was Googling it and doing my research to find out if it had even existed. And it didn't. But then it just was not sitting well. If we did not move forward with it, it was going to be that burning desire that we would never we would have never known what the outcome would have been. And that was more disappointing. So weighing weighing that made us definitely move forward with it. And there's no failures in life. The only failure is if you did not try. And so we, you know, have this burning desire to move forward with it. And and it, it made sense to us, right? So it has to make sense. So that's, we, we weighed all of, you know, the pros and the cons, made sure it fulfilled the need, did a soft talk to our family, found out what their thought process was and if they thought it was a good idea as well. And then we just moved forward with it. So manufacturing can be a challenge as well. Um, What was the process? And I know Lisa worked with you on that, but was it something, what were either some of the lessons or anything that you would recommend to someone who is interested in manufacturing a product? Yeah, I, I would say um, it's it's not as easy as you you think. It's a lot of things that go into a manufacturing job, and depending on your type of invention, you may need um, you may need professional help. Right? You definitely need professional help. I would say um, there are a lot of pitfalls, um, lessons learned. We don't have too many negative lessons because we work with a consultant who who had you know forty years of experience in the in the business, so she kind of helped guide us through those potential pitfalls. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add to? Him? Yeah. So um, as Sean said, we did avoid a lot of the pitfalls, but in terms of just expectations. Um, Lisa definitely helped level set it for us. But if we went in not knowing before we even knew what to expect, I would say my thought process was we're going to get our product. It's going to be there, you know, find a manufacturer. They can produce it. No, before you even get to that part, you have to have a prototype. How do you get a prototype? Well, I had to go, both Sean and I are in, um, how do you say, uh, stores, feeling material and trying to figure out what ribbon we want to use. So Sean and I were total from the start, an integral part of actually designing and making our product before it even got to the manufacturer. So we didn't realize we needed to make the prototype. We physically needed to make the prototype. We're thinking, oh, the manufacturer is going to understand this definitely and going to make the prototype. No, we had to first figure out the drawings, making the prototype, and then getting the prototype to the manufacturer. 
but you have to source out your manufacturers. Not every manufacturer is good for the product that you want to produce. And so that takes time. And so just level setting those expectations of what we need to do in the beginning, because there's a lot of pre-work that needs to be done on the inventor's part before it just leaves your head and and then comes from paper to fruition. There's a whole process in between. And so trying to understand what that is and trying to avoid I'm I'm glad you mentioned the the prototype because that's also very important so that you can work out any kinks because in your head, it's a perfect idea. And when you see the prototype, then you can look at it and say, oh, it doesn't feel the way I need it to feel or it's not as sturdy or will it fit the bag or fit, you know, whatever the the um, the thing is that you want this to connect with is it's in the prototype phase that you get to see whether or not this idea works the way you thought it would work. Right. And so what is some, what do you think is the biggest lesson that you've learned in this whole process? Both of you. Patience, having (laughs) patience, encouraging each other and every day just feeling like, is this really going to happen? And so not realizing how many iterations of the prototype that needed to be made or the manufacturer had to send back. And every time the manufacturer has to send you a sample and it's not right, you still have to pay for shipping. You still have to pay. There are costs associated with it. And I would say this, as I always said, if someone would have told me it would have cost what it cost before I started, before we started, we probably would have been deterred. But because it's been a journey and because it's been over time, we have been able to maintain and really see the success come where the product actually left our head. And now it's here, packaged. And I'll have a funny for you as well. I did not know we needed to create the box, the packaging. (laughs) For some reason, I just thought, oh, (laughs) it's going to... (laughs) be created and then somebody's going to box it and somebody's going to write all the things that we need on it. And it's going to look pretty. <laughs> That's right. We to create an entire package. We had That's to create right. the actual product, create the packaging and what we want it to look like. And then and say, <laughs> yeah, all the things that all the descriptors, all of that. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and to your point, uh, Tamara, it's it's the it's the importance of just you know taking that first step. I think you had said earlier, just get started, um, because if you do, if you sit and you calculate every single thing, you may feel overwhelmed or feel that you don't have the resources or come up with a number of different excuses um, for why you know it can't happen. Um, but Sean, what what's what's your biggest lesson? I, I would piggyback off of the same thing. Um, Temper your expectations, right? There, there are tons of steps involved in getting an invention to to completion. Cover your bases, right? Get get in touch with a lawyer. Get your product patent. Get your your um, your your brand um, uh, trademarked. You know, secure your bases. Sign NDAs before you get, go talking to individuals about your invention, sign an NDA because 
small guy, small people can get overtaken very easily by big corporations. And so what's next for Pocket Protector? Um, what are your goals for 2023 and beyond? Oh, thanks for asking that, because Sean and I were just having this conversation <laughs> about our goals for 2023. And we would like to think big. So we did our soft launch this year and we're in um, full swing in terms of sales. Um, And our website is up. It's www.pocketbookprotector.com. And um, so we've overcome that. And going into 2023, it's selling at conferences, getting our word, our, our name, our branding, more branding and branding. And, um, taking advantage more of social media platforms. So between trade shows, conferences, social media, and we have some big asks that we want to be on, but it would be Black Enterprise and QVC. So that's where our goals are leading. Those are our two big platforms that we want to be on as well. Okay, excellent. And so where can we follow you on social? Are you are your social media platforms already set up? Then can we follow you? So we have an Instagram and a Facebook um, link on our page. And our as we speak, our YouTube page is in construction. So okay. we will have some, we do have some uh, socials that you can follow. And ultimately, you can go to the website to find out more information about the product and um, about the usage at pocketbookprotector.com. Okay. And all of the handles, I would imagine, are Pocketbook Protector? Pocketbook Protector on Instagram, Pocketbook Protector on Facebook, and Pocketbook Protector on YouTube. Okay. Very good. And as you mentioned, pocketbookprotector.com is the website. And I would encourage all of you to go visit the site and to order your own pocketbook protector. Uh, Thank you both for for spending time and sharing your success with our audience. Uh, We would love to have you back as things grow and as uh, your, your, your company expands. We'd like to hear more about that as well. So thank you so much for being on here. Thank Thank you for having us. us. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back again next week with another great guest. Take care. The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Aline, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcast. On social media on IG at business underscore first underscore podcast. Follow the Mean Old Line Media Podcast Network on IG at Mean Old Line Media. Get the Mean Old Line Media app in the App Store or Google Play. The Business First Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.